Welcome back to the Fifth Year Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on all platforms. For those of you that aren't aware, this is our first uh, episode on YouTube. Um, we're already on Apple and Spotify, so you can subscribe on YouTube as well. Subscribe below. Uh, we've got a fun episode ahead. We're really pleased to be joined by George Stoya of the Denver Gazette. He covers the Denver Broncos. He's a friend of the podcast. We're going to give him a little break from talking uh, NFL to talk some college football. George, thanks for uh, joining us. Yeah, guys, uh, this is super exciting. My favorite podcast um, up there with uh, Unofficial 40. I don't know if you guys are fans of that. I know. I think Big are you fan. Clint and Zach, you guys are you guys are OSU grads, right? Or Clint? No, I would tell you. I'll tell you. I'm okay. Yeah. Good. So I, okay. I've seen that podcast, but I. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually wearing their hat. I don't know if you can see on the YouTube here. Sooner Scoop. No free ads, George. No free ads. But oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I love Sooner Scoop. We, yeah, we can do free ads. But yeah, this is like my favorite college football podcast. So uh, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're uh, you know we're getting to that point of the year where we're getting to the season. But uh, you know, in this current era of of college football, it's kind of a gift that keeps on giving. We keep having more stuff to talk about in July, which is, is nice. Like right before this, we got a, there was a, a tweet from Brett McMurphy. Uh, he apparently was, they talked or was talking to Kevin Warner, uh, Warren, sorry, uh, the big 10 commissioner. And uh, you know, he told McMurphy, there's only a handful of schools besides Notre Dame that would add value to the conference and uh, Action Network's reporting that uh, Cal, Stanford, Washington, Oregon, and then Miami and Florida State are the schools being considered. So, uh, yeah, just any initial reactions to that, to those being, you know, potential Can you say again? Yeah. Uh, so the, the Pac-12 schools, the, the non-surprising ones, Oregon and Washington, and then Stanford and Cal, and then uh, Miami and Florida State. Wouldn't I don't feel like the, wouldn't they have told Oregon and Washington earlier though? I think they're just waiting on Notre Dame and then eventually we'll decide, you know, I, am I you crazy? Get to an even number. Am I crazy? Or do you guys think Stanford's going to have like an actual football team in 10 years? Like, I feel like they I, might pull the plug. I think my bold take is I think Stanford's going to be the big 10. If yeah. They, if they get Notre Dame. Yeah. I think yeah, that's Notre uh, Dame needs one of those rivalries. And the Big Ten loves, you know, that high horse about yeah. their academics. I just don't – I hate that Cal just gets, like, roped in also because they suck at everything. They're so if, bad. If the Big Ten adds Cal, that would be a joke. That one hurts. But since they're – you know, it wouldn't be the most surprising thing. But college football is dead if Miami and Florida State were in the Big Ten. It's already dead. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's – it. The, the quicker we get to – uh, like a 64 team league, like basically minor league football. Like, I think that uh, the better, I mean, like, like it sucks. Like, especially I feel like this group here, I, I mean, I know you pretty well, Parker, but I feel like you guys too would agree that like, it sucks. This is happening. Like to see all these changes. Like I love the old big 12, you know, like I hated when Colorado, Nebraska, Missouri, and AM all left because I loved playing those teams and like, the conference was just so much more fun. Um, but I do think now that we're in this area where like these teams are jumping, in, you know, to conferences, like just get me to whatever, like the end result is the quickest and like rip the bandaid off. Uh, because like, I just, this is craziness. Um, and think about that. Like it, think about if Oregon and Washington were in the same conference as uh, Miami and Florida state, like that's literally the two corners of the country. Like, yeah. I don't like, it's just absurd to think about. And I mean, it'd be fun. Like the games would be great. Right. And I don't think like money is as big of an issue in terms of travel as it used to be, but like, it's just crazy to think about. But I, I think that in the end, like, that's what it's heading to is like, there's going to be like 60 teams and they're going to separate from all the other conferences and they're going to, they're going to separate from the NCAA and it's going to be their own league and they'll still be associated with the schools and everything. But like these guys are going to start getting paid lots of money and uh, they're going to have their own league. Like that's the end result. And then the divisions will be based on geographic location. In, yeah. within this what a novel, what a novel concept that yeah. is. No, I know? agree though. Get, get to the end game and let's be done with it. And then 
fans can move on and get over it, but it, it definitely sucks. I just feel bad for Oklahoma state. Cause they'll probably not get to play in the big league. Yeah. It sucks. You know, Another we might, we might, is. we might. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. If there's 60 teams, they'll get in. Like they're you, one, one would, yeah. one would think, but sometimes you know. I'm like, I don't know. People OSU is not going to be left out of a know, 60 team league. Yeah, I don't that know would be un. It would be OSU like though. I mean, <laughs> that'd be the worst like beat of all time, being like the 61st team, <laughs> the first team out on a 60 team league. That would make so, me. Yeah, and when Vanderbilt's in it, <laughs> what are you guys thinking? seven years from now what what do you think it's going to be is it going two one huge just no conferences geographical stuff or i think you know in the near future and when i say near future like next 10 years or so i think there's going to be more expansion of conferences and it's going to make no sense there's going to be more you know moves that don't make any sense geographically at some point like i agree with george everything's going to split off from the ncaa and when that happens there could be a reshuffling but that could take a only football though. Right. Yeah. We, yeah. Only agree. football like basketball and all the other, uh, I'm not saying basketball is not a non-revenue sport, but compared to football, all the other non-revenue sports will still be controlled by the NCAA. Right. Well, that's the one basketball is the one money maker for the NCAA. It's all off that NCAA tournament. They make yeah, billions like of dollars billions off that TV deal. That, that's the other thing too. That's at play here with the PAC 12 is they're in the middle of trying to renegotiate a TV deal. And there's been a guy on Twitter that I, don't, I had never heard of or seen before. Is it John Wilner? Is that the West Virginia guy? Uh, oh, no, no. Oh, some guy named MHVER3. This guy is – Oh, yeah. Had, he's been on the beat the whole time, he claims, and he has sources out west everywhere in the country. And he said ESPN lowballed the Pac-12 today with, a, with an offer. Obviously, this is all alleged, but that guy – who knows? He's, he thinks Notre Dame. He's been money. To play everybody. Yeah, he's been on so far. So, like, I have no reason to, to not believe him. But at the same time, he's just some random account that came out of nowhere. But Yeah, he knows something, though. I, I do know what you're talking about now. I did see the, the guy. I mean, he's got threads, like, every night. He's talking about, like, Phil Knight eating dinner with, um, like, Big 12 commissioner, Big 10 commissioner. like. But he And also, Phil Knight's meeting on behalf of Stanford as well, which is kind of interesting. Allegedly. I don't know. This I I love college football, man. I could sit here and talk about college football. Like I know, I know like I, I know I just a minute ago said like I hate to see it change like this, but like the fact that this is like going on is just like the most college football thing ever. And like the like just the uh can we cuss on this? Oh yeah, go for it. Uh, the like shit talking between like teams and conferences, especially like going back all these years where like te- like all these conferences would shit on other conferences and then they leave for those conferences years later. It's just hilarious to me. Uh, and it's great. OU. SEC. Yeah. SEC. Yes. How about A and M? I think A yeah, they did a perfect too, example. Yeah. Like A and is a perfect example. They're like, too. oh yeah, like the Big Twelve sucks. It's like, dude, you were in the Big Twelve for like twenty years and, and you didn't you win anything. Win. Yeah. yeah. So like, what yeah, are you talking you about? Really good. Well, hey, Colorado might be crawling back to the Big Twelve. Repent. I love Colorado. They're gonna come kiss the ring. I will tell you though. I do too. I living out here. These people could give. These people give zero shits about Colorado (laughs) football. Zero. Like, they do not care. Well, I could be wrong, but isn't, like, most of – not most of Colorado's student base, but, like, you do see a decent amount of, like, West Coast, like, Southern California kids that come to Colorado just because it's good. I mean, somewhat, but, like, now those kids are going to, you know, USC, UCLA, Arizona, Arizona State, like – I, I think that's where Colorado and I don't want to like get into the depths of Colorado recruiting, but I do think that's like part of the issue is like they haven't been able to land some of those West Coast kids that I think they thought they were going to land when they left for the Pac-12 because like they used to like be able to recruit Texas really well, like they recruited the hell out of Texas. And now that they're not in the Big 12, they're not recruiting Texas at all. So, I mean, I, I think that, again, I don't want to get into Colorado football, but I think that's the issue there. They do have some great jerseys. Yeah, they have a I mean, great campus. Like you would think you'd be able to recruit. Awesome. Everyone says yeah. it's a great place to watch a game. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, you can but, sit wherever. It's but crazy horrible. to think that they won a national title in 1990. Are they the last blue blood, or wasn't there one after them? Uh, Georgia Tech, and I think it was Georgia Tech and Colorado split. Or the last non title. last non blue blood to win a national title. Yeah, right. Uh, a long time ago. Yeah, is I don't Auburn, even. Is, is Auburn is Auburn like, a blue blood? Oh, that's a good point. Is Florida State a blue blood? 
Yeah, those yeah, are both Florida Fran- State is. No, Florida State is. Bobby yeah. Bowden, Auburn's like, not, though. Pretty- Auburn's not. I was watching the U and the other day, and they were talking about the rivalry between Miami and Florida State, and some of the stats they were reading off about Bobby Bowden's teams, like, ridiculous how good he was for so long as a coach there. Is it Nebraska Blue Blood? I mean, they, they yes. were. Yes. But yeah. I don't know. They're a I mean, they're like – if you're they're, still – they're like top seven or eight in all-time wins, which is crazy. Yeah. Who's more dead wild. though, Nebraska or Texas? Like, if we, I hate to go off on a tangent. Nebraska, but... Texas can because of who they are, where they are. At any point, if they could just figure out, I think how not to year. implode. I think they're going to be good as well. So, yeah, I'm not saying they're going to win the national championship. I don't even. Know, I don't even know if they'll win the Big Twelve. I think they'll I think... win nine games, but like for yeah. Texas, that's a step in the right direction. They'll take yeah. that. I mean, Sark might not, and the and his. 40 bosses might not, but I think the fan, the realistic fans would take that. No doubt. Yeah, just don't lose to Kansas. <laughs> God, yeah. that was awesome. Uh, another interesting tidbit that came out of Big Ten Media Days uh, is a quote from Gene Smith, Ohio State Athletic Director, mentioning that, in quotes, 16 just seems to be out there. You can't ignore it. Uh, and that comes off Greg Sankey, SEC Commissioner, saying something similar about 16 teams now being floated around uh, thoughts on, you know, 16 versus the 12 that we've kind of been expecting at some point in the future. 16 team playoff. Yeah. Um, I think it's too many. I just like, you guys know too, you guys watch college football every year. There's the reality is there's like maybe two teams that could win the national championship. So like, and, and I feel like since they've added the playoff, while I would love to have more football and, and I'm for that, like the reality is the, the best teams have played for the national championship every single year that they've had the playoff. Like it's, it's, it's worked. Right. Um, so now have there been a couple of years that like the fourth seed maybe should have been a different team maybe, but like, I don't think that would have changed the result on who won the national championship. So, I mean, I, I think 16 is way too many. I think eight, eight to 10 to 12, I think 12 is the max you can have just because otherwise you're getting too many teams in there. But like, I, I don't know. I mean, there are three teams that can win the national championship in college football right now. Four, team. four, Clemson, Ohio State, Bama, Georgia. Those are the four right now that can actually go win a national title. It's funny you say eight, though, because like I remember when they first did the playoff, what were we probably? It was like 2014, 2015, yeah, 2015 the first year. Yeah. So, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, they could do eight and basically do the five power five conference champions and then the three just at-large bids who they vote on. Obviously, that's not an option anymore. So, like, 16, although it would mean more football, which is never a bad thing, probably too many. 12 seems like a, a sweet spot, though. I agree. 12 is fine. I'm not even a huge fan of getting to that large for playoff because I don't think it really matters. Like you said, there's – a handful of teams actually that can win it all, but I'm not going to complain about extra playoff games. You still got to sure play the fun. games though. Football is a little like less dramatic in terms of giant upsets like that. And big, like March madness, like a one seed has lost. Now we know that, but football, they still have to play the odds of the 16 seed in college football playoff beating Alabama, I guess is pretty slim to none, but you never know. So how does that work schedule-wise, though? Because that's four weeks. They'd have to games. play, like, that's the other thing, too. They'd either have to start, like, because they have to, I don't think they have to be playing during the school year, but, like, kids going into second semester playing, I don't think. I could be wrong on that. But it would, like, push everything back. You'd probably have to get rid of, like, a one non-conference game, maybe. I don't know. Well, I guess the there SEC is a long break, to... though, until the college football playoffs. So maybe you just play through January I'd... or also, December. They're not – the NCAA or college football – is not going to feel as bad about giving these players a couple extra weeks of games when they're making making money. I really think that's, that's going to – you know what I mean? Like that takes away a little bit of that you know, student-athlete thing. Oh, these guys – now that these guys are, are making – not all of them, but a lot of them are making some money, like I don't think that if decision-makers would feel as bad about adding a game, although I think you should eliminate a game. I don't think they need to be playing like 16 games, but – 17 or even more than that what that's the thing about the nfl too though is like every time they go to these like these labor disputes and players association is like we don't want to add any more games and the nfl is like well we'll give you x amount for one more game then they quickly change their minds it's like okay yeah we can play one more yeah Yeah. my my problem with the playoff is not how many teams are in it it's the committee like i just don't like 
the process. Like they can never decide on like what they value most. And I thought Saban, I think it was Saban who talked about it at SEC media days. Like they should just bring back the BCS. Like, yeah, the issue with the BCS was not the the system. It was that there was just two teams and teams are getting mad. Right. When you're you're letting 12 teams in, who cares? Let computer just decide. Exactly. That's my point. It's like, I don't care how many teams you put in it. Like just get rid of the committee. And like, they have people on the committee that like, are just morons. Like I just, it doesn't make any sense to me, but. Whatever. And the BCS was a way cooler trophy. Yes. It yeah. Was. It was. The, the, the new trophy sucks compared to that one. Yeah. The crystal ball is great. Well, I think the crystal ball is actually the coach's trophy. I think you still get it. They just don't like present it. Oh, that's not as cool. They should present that one. Yeah. So I think they still get it. It's just not like uh, presented to them on the field. Hmm. Any other uh, – did anyone – like any thoughts on the Big Ten in general before we, we move on on any teams or uh, – Ohio State was a unanimous pick to win, not surprising. <laughs> um, interesting – it is interesting to me though that they didn't mention in that their coaching um, like Virginia and North Carolina because I think you and I, I talked know. about it. We figured that would be – like they'll be a big target for them in the SEC, so it's weird to see the Big Ten not – Want yeah, I'm surprised like Miami is more I would have thought the Big Ten would have preferred yeah those two over Miami at least maybe not Florida State but uh it, none of it makes sense so but Miami have. Miami brings in a lot of money I mean yeah. Miami like as much as they've sucked and like I mean I, I don't know a lot about the people there but I'm guessing they're like not the best people either but like I just <laughs> Miami brings in a ton of money. So, I mean, I, I think Miami and North Carolina are going to end up in the SEC. That's my prediction. But also, I guess maybe that, so they mentioned two ACC schools. I thought the ACC can't do anything. They're I know that's the thing. I don't, I don't know. Does well, that I mean, really matter though so with all these here. moving parts? That's the uh, other it will as long as, but the ACC is all together. There's, there's all these moving parts except for the ACC. Well, so. they, they have a terrible contract, right? Like they're like stuck for like 15 years. Yeah, until 2036. Uh, yeah, what's Stuck as yeah. a TV deal. It's like all a grant of rights deal. Yeah, ESPN. And no one's broken one of those. I mean, people have bought their way out of it, but you can't. 15 years would cost way too much money. So no school's paying that. Yeah. Unless you have like Phil Knight as a donor. But That's, I don't think yeah. that was the, I don't think the Pac-12 had that either. I think they had um, some sort of other distribution plan. Yeah. My other just random thought on Big Ten is I think Nebraska might surprise people this year. That's a, it's a kind of a hot take, but I started looking at their schedule. I was watching some of the Big Ten Media Day stuff, watching uh, Scott Frost interview, and Nebraska typically, it seems, has gotten pretty screwed by the Big Ten when it comes to scheduling. Like they'll end up with like you know at Wisconsin, at Iowa, Ohio State at home. But uh, I think this season they, uh, I, I think they might go in eight or nine games. I mean, they've got the OU game, but the rest of their non-conference is a joke. Uh, they start out week zero with Northwestern. They also have North Dakota and Georgia Southern, and then this, this is the, the beginning of their Big Ten schedule at Rutgers, at Purdue. Illinois at home, Minnesota at home, like four games they probably should win, uh, although it is Nebraska, so they might not. And then they go uh, finishing three are, are tough at Michigan, Wisconsin at home, and at Iowa. But I, I don't know. I'd be shocked if Nebraska doesn't win eight games next year. How many to win to keep his job? I would eight say games. eight games. Hmm. What's their so own? many close games last year. It was insane. Yeah, they were like the best three and nine team ever or something. Yeah. Uh, What's their over under, like odds wise? If I had to guess, it's six and a half or so. Let me check. I might take the over. I I hadn't looked at their schedule yet. That's a, I'm looking. That's an interesting schedule. Casey Thompson is a is a definitely an upgrade at quarterback. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if definitely, but I think it's a slight upgrade. I will say I think he's an upgrade, but I think Adrian Martinez might be an upgrade for Kansas State. Like I think like I think Kansas State might be good. So I always liked. I always liked. Uh, Skyler Thompson, though, he could just never stay healthy. Like, once in his yeah. career, he played like yeah. one good game and then like break his collarbone. Or yeah, seven and a half for Nebraska is what I'm saying. Okay, I, I don't know if I'd that's a sketch. That. Yeah, that's that a sketchy right. number. Yeah, that's a if good it, number. If it was six and a half, I would, I would probably take the over, but yeah, 
it's also Nebraska. Like who knows? Like they could lose to Northwestern week one. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that is definitely a possibility. Pat Fitzgerald Ireland, right today too. Yeah. It's yeah. In Dublin, Ireland. Yeah. The total was 51 and a half. Like didn't they, didn't they play like Illinois last year in week zero and like they Lost. just, yeah, they like, they like had like four fumbles or something. Ridiculous. It was embarrassing. It was like yeah. watching a JV high school game. It was bad. And people were, people were like, Oh, Illinois might be good. And it was like, actually, <laughs> no. no, both teams are horrible. <laughs> yeah. Illinois. Yeah. No, I think one of, fire. one of our first ever episodes was we did a preview for the Nebraska Illinois game on Week zero. <laughs> uh, Scott Ritchie. Great guest, really yep. good writer for uh, out of champagne, but man, he'd be more fun to talk hoops with. <laughs> um, Week zero, Illinois plays again this year. I think they know it's their only way to get eyeballs on the program because they keep doing it. I love who they, Brett who do they play. They play Wyoming at home. They're probably going to lose. I don't know anything about Wyoming. I don't know. I'm all aboard Brett Beal on the trend. I, uh, really? Yeah, I love funny, the guy. Funny story. I spoke to Brett uh, a couple months ago for a story I wrote on Russell Wilson here in Denver, and I asked him how he's feeling about the season. He said he feels really good. He th- he, he thinks it's – uh, one of the more talented teams he's coached. Now I know like that's just coach speak, but yeah, uh, I was like, okay, well, all right then. So maybe Illinois might be good. Was he a good interview? Oh, he's great. Fantastic. I mean, he was like immediately get back to me. Like it was, he was awesome and like gave me some really good stuff. So that's cool. I mean, yeah. he has a good time in Cabo. I don't know if you guys have seen those, those pictures. Yes. Before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's got than, uh, Jim McElwain when that the Florida coach's name. Oh yeah, caught yeah, caught that shark. That, you know, uh, yeah, that picture is amazing. <laughs> it, it looks exactly him. like him. No, he said he, cl- he claims it's not him to this yeah. day. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's him. I was looking at uh, I was looking at the schedule today during lunch, and man, week one Notre Dame at Ohio State, six thirty. Yeah, and two thirty is Georgia, Oregon. So it's funny. I might be that might be the day I I drive up to Rochester to move. And so I told my dad that I was like, if you're wanting to stop in Columbus still, that might be an issue because Ohio State's playing <laughs> Notre Dame. That's you should Saturday. just stop and go to the game. No, I think I think that might be uh, yeah. on the table. That'd I've never awesome. been to that stadium. It looks I was I actually was watching it's not bored I get during the day. I was watching the game Baker went up there and just lit Ohio State up um for like what 300 yards three touchdowns. it was amazing look he looked so i forgot how good he was in that game and then how bad on the flip jt barrow it was so shocking that i, I was there in the ohio state fans george i'm sure you were there too yeah, uh, uh they were just in disbelief hey mark stoops say what you want about the guy he he shut him down that night he had a great mike mike. Put, mike mark same <laughs> difference he was unbelievable well they had they had a jt I mean, barrett was playing not that he played bad either. He played right bad. but also like and i like mike a lot like i i was actually a, a mike stoops defender until after that ou texas game in 2018 i wrote a call and i was like <laughs> they gotta fire mike stoops but uh <laughs> Get him out of here. like i didn't think his like schematics were the problem but uh like they had that defense was talented like they had oh yeah they had oboe steven uh, parker steven parker who was fantastic jinx legend um who were the corners on that? I think team? Parnell Motley had two picks. I guess. Sanchez or Sanchez was gone. It was like Jordan Thompson, Jordan Thomas before yeah. he was horrible. Before, before he became yeah. a head case. Yeah. He had a great freshman year. And who was the one. who was the other safety next to Steven? It was like, was it um uh, Ahmad Thomas? Yeah. Ahmad Thomas, who was, was really good. good. Yeah. yeah. He was good. Like they had a good, they had some talent um on that team. Also, that receiving core though he was throwing to that year, it was like it's not like the like CD. Obviously, we know who he is now, but he was just a freshman. Like Jeff Bidette was the other guy. Like Jeff Bidette. I think Lee Morris caught a touchdown in that game. Lee Morris had a huge year that season. Yeah, Lee Morris also a great guy. At the same time, he's former walk on, right? Like Baker wasn't throwing to those just superstars that year. Like he he Mark Andrews tied in though. Yeah, that guy's a dude. I will say he's not throwing to superstars, but like they're still there. What's the statistic out there? It's like. Of the eleven starters on that offense, like eight of them are still in the NFL. I'm pretty yeah, sure all like are crazy. now. No, and everyone except for year. everyone but Flowers, I think, is in the league. Yeah, still. which and is he like had a big so game surprising. That game. Yeah, well, like it yeah. was so good. Yeah, but that it was it was. He, I just forgot how he just absolutely dominated. I thought they were going to win the national championship when they won that game. I was like, they're going to that they might make yeah. a run. They and then they lost that Iowa State game like two weeks later. Yeah. I was with Clint when that happened. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. We were at the Jinx alumni baseball game, (laughs) and Joel Lanning was marching down the field. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It It actually was really cool because he was playing both ways that game and just, like, going Hulk mode on either side of the wall. 
the fact yeah. that OU lost and we it was like the second inning of a senior game at our alumni high school. Clint just I, like, I, I want to leave. I just want to yeah. leave. Yeah. Well, I was wondering why he wasn't at the game. He's like, ah, we're going to beat him. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was me. Your yeah. fan card is in question, Clint, for not watching <laughs> that game and going to the. Oh, hey. Hey, I never skip a Jinx game. Tro- I, Jinx Trojans, you got to go yeah. back support the crew. All right. I never skip a game against Iowa State nowadays. Never Only uh, yeah. not no. You would now. You would skip that that alumni. The, the second Jinx baseball got rid of Danny Morgan. Yeah. yeah Shout no, out no, Coach Morgan as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. All right. Big Ten. I think that's enough Big Ten talk. Uh, just really briefly, ACC Pac-12 media days going on. Uh, I saw Clemson was the the pick to but nc state was uh picked second and it, the gap wasn't as big as you would have necessarily expected so and then miami is picked to win the other division so uh not surprising that clemson is the pick there let's uh before we wrap up with another another draft like we did last week let's talk a little bit of broncos since we've got uh, what training camp starting up tomorrow i saw you were at um uh press conferences today what's the uh the overall vibe out of uh Denver Broncos training camp? Uh, expectations are very high. Um, there's a lot of, I mean, obviously fans are excited because of Russell Wilson and you know, a new head coach and Nathaniel Hackett. Um, I think this is a playoff team. I really do. Like, I think that they're finally going to, I think it's been six years. They haven't, they haven't made the playoffs since they won the Super Bowl. And I think this is the year that they're going to get it done. Um, the problem is, is like they're in, what I consider the best division in football in the AFC West. Like it's like, it's ridiculous. And uh, like they could easily finish third or fourth and like still make the playoffs somehow. And um, that's very realistic. Like, I think the chiefs are still going to be very good. I don't think they'll be as good. I think, I think losing Tyree kill is going to be a big problem for them. Um, But then the chargers, I really like the chargers. Like, I think they're going to be really good this year. It felt like last year was like that year before the year that they're really, really good. Um, And then the Raiders, like, I know everybody's like crapping on the Raiders, but like they were a playoff team last year and they hung in their coach too. Yeah. And like they, they, uh, they had, um, you know, the Bengals on the ropes in the playoff game. And then, you know, they go out and they get the best wide receiver in football. Like they're going to be really tough to beat. And Chandler uh, and, Jones too on the defensive side. Right. And I mean, I don't really, I don't know if I trust Josh McDaniels and obviously he has a history here in Denver of like just totally failing, but that's, <laughs> that was a long time ago. So uh, like, it's just going to be, it's going to be a really fun season. Like I think the Broncos are going to be good. I think Russell Wilson's going to have a great year. Uh, I think he's really going to thrive in, in this offensive system that, that Hackett's, you know, running and obviously ran with Aaron Rodgers in green Bay. Um, and then you just have a bunch of guys that like, have prove it seasons for the Broncos. Like Jerry Judy is a guy that I think coming out of college, everyone thought like this guy is going to be incredible in the NFL. And he just hasn't like, he's been good, but he just hasn't been great or, or he hasn't lived up to expectations yet. Uh, so it's a big year for him. Bradley Chubb um, out of NC state, you know, he was like the fifth pick overall a few years ago. He's in a contract year. He can't stay healthy. So it's a big year for him. They go out, they get Randy Gregory, who's obviously had a ton of issues throughout his career. Uh, so it's going to be a really fun and, and interesting season. They go to London, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that trip. But, um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to it. The expectations are incredibly high, though. Like it, it's it's a totally different feel. Where like, you know, last year you go to those press conferences before training camp, and they're like, oh yeah, we really believe in Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater, and you're like, okay, yeah. It's a lot easier when they get up there and like, yeah, we have Russell Wilson now, and it's like, okay, yeah, they 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 should be good, you know. Uh, so. It should be fun, and and um, I'm excited for training camp. Even though it's it's hell, man. Like it's like two straight weeks of every single day, two to three hours of practice, uh, and there's 90 guys, and you're keeping track of all of them. But um, it's also the best time of year. Like I'm tired of sitting at home and watching like baseball highlights. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's oh, oh it's come on, brutal right now. No, Sports wise, it's the worst. To pick just or prediction off the top of your head right now. How's that division shake out one through four? I'm going to pick the chiefs until they lose the division. It's like the yeah. same philosophy I had with Oklahoma and like people are like, Who, who's going to win the big 12. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to so pick Oklahoma you. until yeah. they don't win. Right. I'm going to pick the chiefs, even though I, I do think they won't be as good. Uh, I'm going to pick the chargers second Broncos, third 
Raiders fourth, but it really, you honestly, you could, you could convince me any of the four teams could win. And like, like the winner could go 10 and seven and like the second place team could also be 10 and seven. And like, they just have like a head to head, you know, over like it's, it's going to be that close. And like the Broncos schedule is pretty difficult. Like they have to go uh, to Tennessee um, I, they go to Seattle who I don't think Seattle's going to be any good, but it's week one, it's Monday night football, lots of emotions, who knows, you know, um, you know, they have to go to the Ravens. Like they've got a really difficult schedule that they have to play. So I, I they have the Cardinals at home who I think the Cardinals are gonna be pretty good this year. So like, it's, it's going to be really tough, um, you know, to make the playoffs, but the division, man, I have, I have no clue. I mean, if I had to guess though, it'd be chiefs, chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Yeah, I agree. You can't like knock. Mahomes that that's the thing about it is when I see people like say how much they love Josh Allen or like Josh Allen's the one guy they'd start a franchise with Patrick Mahomes is still like he's still Patrick Mahomes he's not going anywhere he's he's still a dude he's been so good I think that like no when he struggled a little bit early last year people like oh what's wrong with Patrick Mahomes he's like oh he didn't throw for 350 yards and four touchdowns today yeah no. Yeah, as a Steelers also, fan, I'm not excited to watch Juju in that offense. I I think he's gonna have a good year. I mean, he's TikTok boy? not in my opinion. Nah, TikTok or, boy. Or I'm out on Juju. Yeah, I'm oh. out on him too. He's fat. Cares too well, didn't who who did they who did they who did the Chiefs draft that everybody was like, oh, he'll replace Tyreek Hill? Uh, Justin Ross. Justin Ross. And he's he's out he's for out. the year. Yeah, or yeah. ACL yeah. or something. Yeah, they got. So, well, they have Sky Moore also. Oh, they also have a uh, from the Packers. Uh, three Marquez, names. Valdez, Valdez, Scantling. Valdez Yeah. Look, they're going to be good. Like, yeah. As Chiefs, long as they have like, Patrick this... Mahomes, they're going to be yeah. good. And like and Andy, and, and, yeah, Kelsey, Andy Reid is a really good football coach, and like he's like one of the most creative people. Like he's going to find ways to like make up for the loss of Tyreek Hill. So like. They're still going to be good. I just don't know if they are going to be as good as they used to be. Right. I think that's, I, mean, I think that's fair to say. They're getting rid of probably the most explosive player in the NFL. He's a I mean, top right. five receiver too. There's oh for sure probably top three. Yeah. The Chargers though, the Chargers are the team that like if you were like okay if if the Chiefs don't win it, who's it going to be? I would pick the Chargers because I think one I believe in Brandon Staley, even though I don't always believe in his choice to go for it on fourth down. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I, I do believe in like a lot of what he's doing and defensively that was their, like they weren't very good defensively at times last year and they go out and they get a guy like Khalil Mack. Uh, and I think they signed, who did they sign in the secondary? That's really good. JC Jackson, I think is his name. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and then they signed Bryce Callahan from the Broncos, who was like good. a really underrated corner. Um, so like they're going to be better defensively and you have Herbert who's like looked amazing at the end of the last season. Uh, like, I, I just think that, they're going to be really good. I could not have been more wrong on a guy than I was on Herbert. Cause like, I'd, oh, watch, me too. I'd watch Oregon highlights. I'm like, what the, this kid's just a big kid with a, a big arm and like takes off every once in a while. That doesn't mean he's good. And then of course he torches in the NFL, but well now Tua, two is the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. I'm in on two. I think, think two is going to have an awesome year this year. Cause they're like, if you go back and watch his Alabama highlights, it's a lot of deep balls to fast receivers. He's kind of got that now he's got like burners. He can just, I hope he's good. I hope he's good too. Yeah, I like to. I like to. I like the, so, the Dolphins just have like cool jerseys. Every offseason in NFL, there's a few guys where I just never heard that they changed teams, and I did not realize Ronald Jones is on the Chiefs now, backing up Clyde Edwards-Alaire. That's a solid. Chiefs I fans know. don't like Chiefs fans. Don't well, my buddy who's a Chiefs fan doesn't like Clyde Ed, Edwards-Alaire. Yeah, well, so he's I didn't got like no him wiggle. as a fantasy owner last the, year. They got to bring back. Much. They got to bring back Damian Williams. They need to bring yeah. back Darwin Thompson. Definitely. They want to see Damian Williams. Back. He got screwed. What Super Bowl was that? He, he should have been MVP. He should have been MVP yeah. of that Super Bowl against the Niners. Yes. Yeah, Darwin also should have scored. They didn't even review it. The guy was he gave like, it to him like the half yard line. Across the plane and they didn't even look at it. I was like, but holy I, shit! I had Darwin's Mahomes first to touchdown. I had Mahomes first touchdown though. So the next play was like the bootleg, and I was cheering pretty loud. All you right. mentioned I, the Cardinals I have another Broncos too? question, George. Oh. Yeah, hit so, me. I've been doing a lot of mock drafts lately. It's a little fantasy question. How are you feeling about Javante Williams with? Gordon as the backup you think he's going to be Javante is going to be a clear one or he's going to be the one but I think they're going to do exactly what they did last year pretty much maybe Javante gets a little bit more carries like I'm pretty sure if I think the statistics are that he literally him and Melvin had the exact same amount of carries last year I don't think it'll be like that but I don't think it's going to be like you know 50 more carries like I think it's going to be more like maybe 20 more carries and 
The other thing that they really like to do, or at least they did last year, and of course they have a new coaching staff, so maybe they change it up, is Melvin, they loved giving Melvin the ball in the red zone. Like he was their end zone running back, which makes, it made very little sense to me, which is probably why Pat Shermer was fired. Uh, because like Javante Williams is like, he breaks every tackle. So that's the guy you'd want to give it to on the goal line. So maybe that changes this year uh, and he scores more touchdowns, but like Melvin does have a really good nose for the end zone. Like he has throughout his career. Uh, you look at his touchdown numbers. They're always like one of the highest in the leagues among running backs. Um, so like, I'm not saying don't draft Javante, but I like, I saw some people are like, he's got to be the first running back off the board. I don't No, I wouldn't do that. Uh, is he going to be really good and put up some solid numbers every week? Probably. But like, I don't think he's, like your number one fantasy running back, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, he's a hard pick too because he's like top maybe eleven or twelve running back. So it's like a second rounder. It's pretty risky second rounder, but he is really good. I mean, he shows flashes that clear number one. Without Melvin, he probably would be. But I would also say, I wouldn't totally discount like them maybe trading Melvin Gordon in the middle of the season. Like I, I'm not saying they're going to do that, and maybe it's a very low possibility. But like, let's say Javante is just having a great year. And the Broncos, like somebody else gets hurt and they need to make a trade for, you know, a player at a different position. Like, I think Melvin would be the first one on the block because like, there's a lot of teams around the league that I think you could easily convince to take, you know, like a, a, you know, a a good team that's like trying to make a push and maybe, and and, and we see all the time, like teams are losing running backs left and right throughout the year. And uh, you could make a trade and they have, they have, you know, some depth there at that position. So I don't think they would, you know, be crazy to trade Melvin like mid season. Yeah. You, you owe you guys. What did you real quick think of the Claus and Kyler's contract? He's got to watch four, four hours of independent film study a week. That's a, I didn't know Kyler. Here's was my in the thing. Film that was a tough look thought. for Kyler. I, I didn't yeah. know that was if a you're thing. Paying, if you're guaranteeing a guy 160 million, you have to tell him to watch four hours of film a week. That seems bad. I think he needs to get off Twitch. Maybe they a think he's, they think he's a child is what that <laughs> yeah. means. Like it's like, I mean, he did show up to the OU College World Series game in pajama pants. So, did you guys see the uh, comfort? Did, did you guys see the chart that somebody put out that was like Kyler Murray's performance versus like when the new Call of Duty came out last year? And it was like this chart, like the line just like goes down, like as like like Call of Duty comes out and the line left of, of his performance just like goes down. I'm like, oh, it's my like God. the it's like the James Harden strip club. Uh, yeah, performance in each city like yeah based yeah. off their i want to know how they how do they keep track of that like if he's doing independent study like does he have to be in the facility and they're like okay that's one hour for the week like yeah. he clocks I, in and clocks out yeah there's like it's one of those proctor websites yeah. like in college you have to like show your video camera that no distractions because it really does say that it says like with no distractions i don't know they like they catch him in there playing cod that contract is also interesting because lamar is due and yeah. I'm of the belief Lamar is better. Um, I guess you could say either. I, don't I mean, know. they're both. Tyler's just similar. such a better passer. Like, yeah, he can throw the ball. Token but, Lamar. He throws the Lamar throws to nobody. You guys got to keep that in mind. Like, yeah, but there's a reason these guys on MLB draft pick. There's a reason there aren't receivers flooding to to Baltimore. I, I think we're gonna find out because if Hollywood has a great season, Marquise Brown so has a great he's, season. Dude, he's so, Even comparison. That, but yeah, but also with Hollywood now he's got DeAndre Hopkins on the other side versus eh. um, uh, who I see I can't even name another Ravens. Oh, no, we had Mark Andrews. That I mean, having a top three tight yeah. end is of course. And the Cardinals something. have Zach Ertz, but like I love Lamar too, by the way. But I would also take. No, I think Lamar is a top five, six, seven quarterback in the NFL. I just think Kyler's a little bit. Yeah, I like, think Lamar's really good, but like. I'm not opposed to the like, huge Lamar fan. I could be swayed to the to thinking Lamar is better too. It's it's How that about, small of a. The, the, pro- the problem in Arizona isn't the quarterback, in my opinion. It's I think it's, it's the fact that they with they Kingsbury is their head coach. They, yes, they hired a head coach who couldn't win at Texas Tech, like with what, Patrick Mahomes. Like, yeah, yeah, like, what, yeah, what are we talking about? Like this yeah, is ridiculous. He literally couldn't even get a defense together to hold a team to like forty-five and win a game. Like they were yeah. losing shootouts with Patrick Mahomes. It's insane. I know. The wild thing is, too, he was about to be just like settle and be the offensive coordinator at USC or something. Yeah, no, he's like, wait, we have an idea. <laughs> they hire this <laughs> terrible head coach. The well, best, and the, go ahead. Go, I was gonna say the best was after uh, Lincoln left for USC. Yes, was, was, Schefter out here tweeting that uh, Cliff was a candidate for the OU job. 
That's OU fans. If I was an OU fan, I would not have stopped laughing as an OSU fan. If I was an OU fan, I would not have stopped crying because he. That admitted, would be an insane move. He admitted after he got the Cardinals job, they asked him like the worst part about college football. He's like, "Oh, I hate recruiting." It's like that's the best. That's like the biggest part of college football is yeah. recruiting, and you and your head coach hated doing it. I could see that though. So of course, he hates recruiting. Back. He's just seeing yeah. Like that I mean, he's got bottle service to get to. Yeah, bottle the blonde in Dallas. Right. Literally. <laughs> Good for Cliff, though. He's made a hell of a – he's had a hell of a yeah, lot. Yeah, he's a, he's you a see standard. that house and that picture of him sitting on the couch with his feet propped up? He's he's. Yeah, no, I'm jealous of the guy. <laughs> Very jealous. Pro scammer. All right. Uh, let's uh, wrap this thing up. Let's do another uh, – we did a snake draft last week of best fight songs. Clint, what do we uh, What do we got this week? Yeah, we got uh, best college football traditions. I already did an order, and uh, – the order is Clint, George, Parker, Zach. That George should get order. to go hmm. first. He's the guest. Hmm. So switch you and George. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. George, fire away. I, I have to pick ready. the first one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Unless you want to trade um, back and let Clint pick, then I guess you can do that. No, you know, and I, I also didn't prepare as well as I should have. So I have like a article that has like 30 of them. So I there don't run out of options here. <laughs> um, man. I could go in so many different directions, but I'm going to go with, um, well, I'm going to go with, uh, the, uh, I don't know what their, what the name of the horse is, but, uh, when, uh, when Florida, and this should be, there's a caveat to this. This is only when Florida state is good, but when they run out and they're at home, yes, Osceola, the horse runs out and he throws the spear down that aiming spear. When that's, that's a big game, I think they do a flaming yeah. spear. There is nothing like it, it, like I remember when OU played there uh, in 2011, 2012, something like that. And it was like it was a top five matchup at the time. And both teams went on to like not be good. But uh, like when that went out, it was like it's an electric moment. So I'm going to go with with whatever you said. I can't pronounce his name. Osceola. Osceola. I, I, look, I, was I had that on the earlier. list. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I, yeah. that's the only reason I, remember. I don't know one, if it's number one. one. I don't I, know. No, it's but, really yeah. cool. I bet it's electric to watch. It's yeah. a fine. That's a you know fine first pick. Nothing crazy about it. All right. I also don't want to get like canceled. Like I know there's been a lot of talk about like the, the chop. It's a chop. How come? Like a, how come some teams like aren't allowed to do it, and then like the Chiefs and the Braves are? Well, I think theirs aren't like you know as they're you know. Chief or Braves, like kind of cool, you know, an Indian, like that's just kind of, and I'm not for canceling these team names, but you know, yeah, just the Indians. That one, I know, I love the team name. I love the team name Guardians. I think it's cool. Like once you learn the actual meaning of the of of why they're the Guardians, it's cool. Maybe yeah, I've taken zero time to to learn. (laughs) I'm 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 definitely gonna get canceled off this podcast. And they're good. (laughs) And they're good. The Guardians are. All right, Clint. Round one, pick two. I really want to take one, and I hope it comes back to me in round two, but I'm going with Lee Corso's headgear pick as mm. my first pick. It's that's actually good. a really good one. I didn't think about yeah. that. I, was I didn't thinking, think about like, that straight one either. teams. Dude, that's really good. Wow, thank you, really. I really appreciate that. Is it me or Parker? Uh, it is Parker. All right. I'm going with that 8 a.m. beer at OU Texas. Uh, show up to the Cotton Bowl. Just pick. with an all-time hangover, you're there eight eight thirty. If you're a real one, like if you're if you can handle yourself, uh, <laughs> and you get a Fletcher's corny dog, and a cold beer and a wax cup, and it's uh, you know you're suddenly revived. There's there's nothing nothing quite. I've like never it. been to that game. Is it really all they say it is? It is. Yes, dude. There's there is. This is my thing about OU Texas. There is not a greater five seconds in sports than when the Texas band comes marching into the Oklahoma section and they did it and everybody just lets them have it for like five seconds. And they, and they, and they bring around. up, I mean, it's, it's on, there's literally like you literally crap your pants. You're like, this is the most incredible atmosphere I've ever been in in my entire life. I love that well, they, they play it in that same shithole stadium. Yes, and Cotton Bowl is nasty. It sucks. Like that stadium. Oh yeah. It's a gross, gross stadium. I love that they run out of the same tunnel. And then on good years, sometimes it kind of bleeds on TV. Like you go back and watch old ones, but like it's crimson one side, other side. And it splits the, the 50, it's which I think even. is cooler. Cooler than even. splitting in the end zone. Yeah. And really also, cool. like George talked about when Texas comes out of that tunnel, and those 
tarp. They have to have those tarps go up on the fence. So the yeah. people, the OU fans, because the OU's in that end zone where the tunnel is, aren't like throwing shit at the, the Texas players. It's really cool. And when the Texas bus or the OU bus comes in and like the opposing teams, like <laughs> you see like a 12-year-old kid flip off the Texas bus. I remember awesome. one year <laughs> – Parker and I were walking out together of the OU Texas, and I think Parker almost got in like three fights with Texas fans. Like they're just mouthing off, Texas fight. Might we Parker. Texas <laughs> fight is a better fight song, though, as we established. Oh, yeah. I mean, they also have better uniforms, in my opinion. Like, like, Does Texas. Oh, oh, hate wow, admitting George. that out loud. Wow. No, dude, I loved I, I Texas is like all white. Good. Texas is all white uniforms with the white helmet. I so. Yeah, I, I, I love the burn Texas fight's a good fight song too, but I hate it. But it's a good o, fight song. OU would gain more points in the jersey department with me if they ditched the uh, Rough Riders ones forever. Those are and you guys like yeah, every time you I wear. Agree. Them, so I don't I get why they're horrible. Them. They're horrible. All OU fans and also like every OU fan thinks every time they wear the Rough Riders, oh, they're gonna lose. And yeah. actually, they, I think they, they I think they actually do. It feels like no. Actually, I think they like somebody put out like sooner track. It's like an insanely good. They record. probably lost. One, they actually, you know? yeah, they've they've like never lost in the uniforms. <laughs> like Kyler Murray's year, they wore them in the Big Twelve Championship game just because like they were superstitious <laughs> about it. But yeah, yeah, it feels off every time they wear them. Yeah, like, I need to go. I need to go to that game though. I need to see. I, it. I don't know. I'm against uh, alternate uniforms in, in general. But if you're gonna have one, like, so you hate make like it look Oklahoma, cool. You hate Oklahoma State's uniforms. I like OSU's tradition. I like the Barry Sanders era white uniforms, like that helmet. I like, I like. the old. I like the old OSU, the old eighties brand on it. Yeah, yeah, like I think those are cool uniforms. Yeah. Is it All right, really? Speaking of OSU, my number one tradition: OSU making me sad. Um, happens once. <laughs> wow, twice, round three, one, four times a year. Sometimes five. <laughs> Um, last hey, you guys were what you guys though. were one yard away. <laughs> Should have seen me after that. I got better last year. I'd say it's it's easier to like forget the losses when there's like only like two a year. It like makes it way easier to not be as upset after the game when you're winning every other weekend. That Baylor game though was brutal. I had plans, you know. I went to Texas Live before the game with my friends, got into the game. I was I, I've never been confident about an OSU game in my life. Walking into a stadium, I was cocky. I was so <laughs> cocky we were gonna just beat their ass. Um, got out of the game, drove back to our, I was so upset. I drove back to, to Tulsa that night. I didn't stay. I probably wouldn't have either. But OSU yeah. making me sad is my number one. All right, really, you're back up. You could have saved that one for the last round. I could have. Okay. Yeah, I had, had to just here. make that my number you guys, one. Are, you guys are coming up with, like, traditions that I didn't even think about. Like, I, like, I was thinking, like, straight, pure team traditions. So, like, well, my, George, my, hey, anything my list. George. My you said you pulled up an suck. article of tradition, so we know you didn't think outside the box here. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll go just over there reading a like Bleacher Report or something. Yeah. <laughs> I am, I am. <laughs> I'll go with another one, and I hate picking them because – actually, I'm not going to do it just out of principle. Um, I'm going to go with Clemson and, like, the Howard's Rock thing. Like, remember oh, my that, gosh, that's that so game? Lame. No, it's not. It's cool. That time ESPN, like, took them – you got on the bus with the team and they like drive up the hill and then you go, they ran down. Do you guys remember that game? They yeah, did that. Uh, it was a college game day. It was some the Saturday Louisville night. game. Was it yeah. The game did, yeah. They... With Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. And that guy didn't dive for the, oh, see, I'm Lamar defender. That guy didn't dive. I'm still mad at whoever that receiver was, but I think yeah, Howard's rock is cool. No, yeah, it's, it's, from a fair actual death, it's from the actual death Valley in California. Yeah. Passing by and just like touching that rock is, it is cool. Very cool. It's only cool. Cause Dabo like, Basically, he's about to do like a front flip down the hill. <laughs> All right, Parker. All you. I'll After go. 8 a.m. beer, OU Texas. Great pick. That is a really two. good pick. That it was is. a phenomenal pick. Thank you. I Thank can't you. relate, but I'm sure it's good. <laughs> I'll go with uh, uh, the Army-Navy game and specifically uh, winner singing second. I had that. That was on, it was on the tip of my tongue. That's on like, my list. The, watching, you know, the losing team go sing their fight song and then after taking a loss to your arch rival, watch the other team sing the, the winning team sing theirs. That's got to be brutal, but it's pretty, yeah, pretty cool. It's, it's cool. It was on my list too. All right. My pick round two. What is this? Sixth pick overall. I'm going with the West Virginia country roads, the whole stadium singing it. After it. wins. Yeah. They don't sing it after losses. Oh, after wins. Yeah. A Thursday night at like 10 PM. West Virginia's rocking, great, great tradition. That is a good one. I've got two in mind, but I'm going to pick. 
I'm gonna pick one that literally makes me. Cr- oh, I do get. Yeah, because you're on the you're yeah. on this end of the snake. Yeah. Back. Uh, the first one I'm gonna pick though is one that makes me cry every time they do it, and that's the Iowa wave. Yeah. Great. Great. Can job. I say something controversial? Oh no. Yes, yeah, please. You don't like the Iowa wave. No, you're, I love you're it. gonna I love get it. canceled. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I just don't know if I can label that a tradition. It's like three years old. Yeah, it's a fledgling tradition. Yeah, it's a new hospital. That's a new hospital. I don't know if it is older than that, Clint. I think it's like no, it's not. No, it's like literally three or four years old. Because I went back and I was like, "How old is that? How long they've been doing?" No, I remember when it was organized via Facebook page. I was like, "Okay, should I pick a different one?" No, 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 that's that. It needs to be included. That is no, it's. I think at this point you could consider it a tradition. It is now. They've done it like twenty-four times. Twenty seventeen. That's when it. That's not that old. That's a baby tradition. Okay. Well, I have a, I have an Oklahoma one. I'm going to save it for the end, though. And do I get another pick after this? Should yeah, we do you get four? one more after this? Yeah, we're doing okay. four rounds. All right. Uh, then I'm going to go uh, jump around Wisconsin. Ooh. I think one. that that's got to be up there. Uh, I have I've, that on my list. I've never gone and done that, but I've heard it's like an incredible experience every time it happens. And the fact that they do it every single game, uh, I think is awesome. I actually just Stadium remembered Shanks we're only doing three, but. That's fine. Uh, we'll do that? honorable mention. Yeah, honorable mention. I, I could do like an entire snake draft on Oklahoma football traditions, but yeah. All right. Seats being too tiny at the stadium. That's a good My one. My third round pick. Uh, I think I will it? go with the Penn State whiteout game. See, I didn't pick that one because Penn State's a disgusting institution. That's it the is, one I almost picked. The, I can't, I just can't even be involved with it. I judge it by the night they do it. Nope. Nothing else. Just I that judge night. the school. I judge the school and its administration as a whole for activities performed for 20 years. All right. All three of you have been canceled today. I'm still clean. <laughs> yeah, no, Clint, rightfully so. He's a sicko. <laughs> all right, Parker. Uh, is it you? It is cool though. Clint. Yeah. So all right. Cool. I've got several here that I'm I'll I'll say it. okay. I'll go with I'm going to go with Tumor's Corner, uh, rolling to Tumor's Corner. I think that's uh, pretty neat. Uh, but I also mainly said it because I wanted to talk about when Auburn thought they'd won that Final Four game and went oh, ran and prematurely. Yeah. prematurely rolled Tumor's Corner. That was amazing. So uh, really cool tradition. Uh, looks cool, you know, the pictures of Tumor's Corner getting rolled, those trees, uh, as long as, you know, Harvey Updike isn't, within range he, i think he's dead now actually so Wait, i don't what? think yeah i think he died last year oh my god for those don't that right. don't remember uh this nut job alabama fan hey uh, <laughs> i should respect him he's dead Let's okay uh, he, uh he uh he poisoned passionate. yeah that is passion and poisoning your, poisoning the uh tumor's corners trees the, the best part was him calling into fine bomb and being like you know those trees they got down there and he's like what are you talking about he's like I poisoned them <laughs> Everybody's like, oh my god, you poisoned the tree. He, he got he like in did, trouble but... with federal officers for admitting to a crime on the fine bomb show. Yeah, that guy's that guy was something else. Pretty intense. He's not the only criminal. That was in the middle of the show. Cam Newton stuff, though. He was so mad about Scam Newton, as they called him, that he just like took matters into his own hands. It had to have been right right around there with the title under yeah. Chiswick with Newton. All right, really finish it off, Mr. Irrelevant. God, there's two here that I – I'm going to go with Dixieland Delight. That was what I was deciding. Between. Bryant Denny. Great one. It, it was either that or dotting the I, the Ohio State marching band. I, yeah, I think that's I really cool. No, you made like, the right choice. Dotting the no, I, I is no, overrated. No, I dotting the I is cool because it's like a big deal to be the person that gets to do it. I actually, for the first time seeing it live in Norman, it is pretty cool. Like The Texas A&M oh, they do band. it on the road? Texas A&M band is better. Yeah. By the way, I remember. Oh, I do 100 agree with that. But yeah. All right, George. What's your honorable mention? Um. Well, we didn't get a whole lot of animals in there. I feel like we missed out on like. Ralphie. Uh, yeah, Ralphie. Ralphie. Uh, I, I mean, the Sooner Schooner is one that always pops up on these type of lists. Um, what's the bulldog's name? Aga. 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 You got Bevo, uh, the eagle in uh, auburn yeah um, which is so random still i've heard the story and it still just makes no sense the uh the one that i also like i don't think a lot of people would think of because no one's probably ever been to one of their games but apparently air force has an awesome tradition where like they have like a falcon like fly around the stadium before the game and it's like very 
very cool. Um, but my Oklahoma ones were like very specific that people would be like, you're an idiot for choosing these. But like when they come out to who you wit, uh, for warmups by little John and the East side boys, that song always gives you a little bit of juice. Um, and then when the marching band, my friends, my friends, my friends thought I was an idiot, but like, I always loved the marching band when they come out and they like play the drums real quick and they're like, da, 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 da. Yes. And then it like yeah. goes right in. And like when I was a freshman in college, so I grew up, I was one of those people that me and my family, we'd get to the game like an hour or two early to watch warmups. Like that's how much we loved going to the games. So when I was a freshman, uh, my buddies, I of course was like, we got to go. And they're like, no, we're not getting there till like right before. Kids. That like, drives uh, me mad. I was like, I was like, I got to watch the band. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I have to watch the band. And uh, the pride of Oklahoma is like not a good band. Like they're like a very average band, but like, when you grow up on it, uh, like, and you know, all the songs, it's like, I love it's that part, part of it. Yeah. Like that's yeah. like adds to the atmosphere is knowing what the band's going to play. And like, we also it. missed on, uh, I'm looking at this bleacher report list. Uh, we missed, uh, sandstorm, South Carolina, uh, or, uh the Vautech one too. Yeah. Dude, that, I, see, that's and, another yeah. one. Like that's a cool tradition, but Virginia tech sucks. Yeah. I've never, yeah, no, that's Virginia not a cool tech. enough program to be. Like, I've never, I think that's an Virginia tech lore. I don't, I don't get them. Like they had Mike Vick once upon a time and a legendary coach, but like but they besides that, they've yeah. never won a national title in any sport ever. One I'm surprised time. no one went with uh, Texas being back about, you know, <laughs> I almost did. I almost did. That's an older tradition than the, than the wave. That's true. It's very true. Another uh, quick OU tradition is that first bell before that intro video. It's like, don't do they need to bring back the, they need to bring back the old school, uh, like 2005 to 2012, uh, intro videos. I was a kid. I watched those on YouTube all the time. Yeah, I do too, dude. They're, (laughs) they're awesome. So when I was looking up traditions, have you guys ever heard of the army neighbor prisoner exchange? Uh Apparently there is a, I guess like West Point cadets and naval midshipmen, they get they trade like a group of them for the semester and they <laughs> exchange them back at the Army Navy game. That's like they're coming back to their academy. That's and I guess cool. it's wow. like a big ceremony. It's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. Speaking of intro songs, OSU in like 2013 or something, maybe 2012, like after like Whedon, like one year after Whedon tried to introduce this song called Cowboys Forever as like the intro song. It was the worst <laughs> intro song and video because you know how they do that. You tell them I'm coming, hell's coming. That's like what they do yeah. every time now. Yeah. They don't mess with that. Cowboys Forever like chain. It was that, and then Cowboys Forever like a year, and they realized it's the worst song they've ever made, so they took it away. <laughs> who who like is this? Was this made for OSU? This song? Yeah, yeah. I, who I sang? Gotta see if I can find. I don't even know, dude. It no, was so bad. I nothing it. beats that. Uh, they made the shirts. Missouri music video when they went to the SEC. Oh uh, yeah. Let me see if I I don't even know if the videos exist of the, of the Cowboys forever, but it was so bad. OSU fans all hated it. Like basically got deleted. Another good uh, tradition is OSU claiming national titles that they didn't win. Wait, hey, other schools do that. OU does that. No, OU doesn't. OU, OU had not. OU has OU never have done like, that. OU would have like 17 if OU claims. No, OU uh, does. No, they're all, they're all associated press national titles, all seven of them. Look, yeah. they asked us if we wanted to buy it. Do you really think OU Brass was gonna or OSU Brass is gonna say no? The fact that they put it on the stadium, but though, that's what I do that's agree. What, Putting it on the stadium is lame. I'd rather it say the solo that's, baseball champion. That's what I'd makes OSU that. OSU is that they would pay for a national championship <laughs> yeah, why like not? that. We got the that happened, book. you know, eighty years ago. That army team was soft. <laughs> Kick their ass, bro. You going after the troops? Bob Fenimore. I think that's who's on that team. Don't cancel for what? We're talking football, not troops. (laughs) Future United States veterans. Yeah, they strapped their helmets on the same way our guys did. We would have won. I know it. No straps back then. Just put on that leather. Exactly. Oh, Last honorable mention that I'll mention uh, is just waking up on Saturday morning to watch college game day. Yeah, that's – yeah. You know what would be another good one? And now that he's changed networks, it doesn't have the same effect, but – the Tom Rinaldi like tearjerker oh, uh, stories. Brutal. I mean, like I I haven't watched the Fox pregame show as much. They so like I don't know. If, yeah. So oh like, no, maybe, they might have to. Fox needs to lengthen the show so they can do the long ones like ESPN does. You know, when yeah. you when you have an hour or whatever, not as much time to get some Rinaldi in there. 
I also had on my list um, Urban Meyer getting sick after a bad season or something bad going on. That was on my list. <laughs> That's a good one. Because it's happened everywhere. He's ever, I don't know about Utah. I'm not old enough for that, but he always has some ailment. Poor that man. is that is for sure. All right. Well, uh, that's a that's enough for uh, for today, George. Really, really appreciate you coming on. Was this your third appearance or second? I think second. Second. Yeah. Okay. So you're the I'm second sure. recurring guest we've had. You and Eddie. You yeah. and Eddie Rado. Ah, Eddie. Eddie's my guy, man. Yeah. I, I told him we need to do a, I did an Instagram live last night with uh, Joe Castiglione Jr. Oh, I, for, I, I watched a little bit of it. it was great. Yeah, we, we were on there for like two hours. Oh, cool. I guess next week he's having Eddie on. So I got on there at the beginning and one of you got, I think Joe said, P Biggs, like we got to get him on. And I was, I just gotten out of the shower and I left <laughs> immediately. I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> the people yeah. loved it. It's Wait, a pleasure, George, guys. George, do they make shirts that say Broncos country let's ride on them? Oh anymore? my god. I, I need that. I love that video. I'm sure, I'm sure time. they're out there. Um, I have the video queued up and I'm gonna just like tweet it every just time. Blast they, it anytime like, every, every, good. like yeah. yeah, like anytime they score a touchdowns, like Broncos country, let's ride. I found an Instagram <laughs> account, it was legitimately 300 posts of nothing but the same video, Broncos country. <laughs> you know, I always thought like his like it was kind of like an act for him no, to be that corny. Like now talking to him and per- like, he's genuinely just like a total cornball. I think like, he's hilarious. Like the video of him running a huddle when he was hurt last year, he was like doing a, a huddle, you, like, handing off to no one yeah, yes. just, like, yeah. running plays by himself. Was, he's awesome. He's wild, man. He's, he's a weirdo for yeah. sure. Seems like such a nice dude though. He is. Yeah. Like he's genuinely like a good he's, guy like, tough to root against. Cause like he just yeah. seems so genuine. Yeah. No doubt. All right, George, thank you for joining us. Uh, as always, follow us on social media. We're now subscribe. updated. Yeah, subscribe. subscribe on YouTube. That's the main thing. Uh, you know, if you still are using Apple, Spotify, like, rate, subscribe on there. Uh, follow us on sh- social media. We're at Fifth Year Podcast on all platforms. We have a TikTok now, so uh, we'll try that out. We'll see how that works. Uh, we've entered the the new era of social media. So, once again, thanks, George. Uh, everyone, have a good week.